Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. My name's Amy McDonald. I'm a yoga teacher, yoga student, and a yoga business coach. And I'm here to support you to share your yoga with the people in your community who really need it. So if you're an amazing yoga teacher, but you sometimes struggle with the business part of what it is that you do, you're in the right place. I hope you thoroughly enjoy everything I've got in store for you. And if you have any suggestions, questions, or ideas for future podcasts, reach out to me on Instagram at Amy Yoga Biz Coach. Hello, gorgeous. Happy New Year. Welcome to Season 7 of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Season 7. Holy smokes. You know, it's funny. I um, I kept looking at the, on Apple Podcasts, I kept looking at the thing and it's like, 94 episodes and I thought I've done more than 94 episodes what's going on and then I realized that it was just the storage like you can only store 100 episodes <sighs> so anyway if you want like more um you, they're all on my website just go to amymcdonald.com.au click the podcast tab and there's I don't know like back through the Kali Yuga you can get all of the all of the episodes, there are more than 94. I thought I was going mad. Hey, I want to start today's conversation with some celebrations. This is something that we, I think is really important to do and um, something that I want to champion in my Facebook group, in the Abundant Yoga Teacher Facebook group, certainly um, something that I still don't believe we do quite enough of. And sometimes it can also feel like there isn't the right place to do it. I know for me, I had some business goals that I achieved uh, in 2020 and I wasn't quite sure who to, I wanted to talk about them because I was proud of myself and I was a little bit, you know, wow, that's cool. You know, (laughs) I really impressed myself and I'm a little bit surprised that some of them even happened. Uh, But I didn't quite know who to tell because... I don't know, not everybody gets it. They don't quite, even my friends still don't totally understand what it is that I do. Something about yoga, right? Um, And so, you know, it's not only that we perhaps culturally don't always have, uh, let's say, fertile ground to celebrate ourselves, but sometimes we might not have the right cooler you know, the right community to do that with. So I want to make sure that you all know that this is a place absolutely where that can happen. So first up, I want to say congratulations to Krista, who sent me an Insta message. I think Krista on the weekend or maybe it was Friday, um, just talking about the podcast. And uh, she said, I said something about how Everybody needs to stop being so stingy. And if you need to pay more money to Zoom so that you can teach more people, then you should pay more money to Zoom. And Krista uh, messaged me about that. And I thought that was fun. So thank you, lovely, for sending me that message. I have to absolutely do a huge shout out to uh, Emily and Kylie, co-founders of the Bright Yoga Space, which officially opens today. This is a brand new in-person studio. Can you imagine doing this right now? They are. These two women are just, not only are they just gorgeous human beings, um, the the level of integrity and um, uh, sort of can-do-itness, 
authenticity to, that they bring to their business is inspiring. So make sure you're following them, Bright Yoga Space. And um, congratulations, ladies. They shared in the Keep Growing Mastermind group that um, they had a target of founding memberships, a monthly membership. They had a target of those and they met their target. And uh, I remember checking in with them when they were two-thirds of the way to their target and they were quite happy with that, but they've smashed it. So congratulations on that. And they um, were sharing that most of their classes, all first week of being open, are full, fully booked. So ladies, well done. Congratulations. You're incredibly inspiring duo. And uh, I know that great things are yet to come. I want to do a huge shout out to Laura at uh, Aruna Yoga. Uh, She has just completed the registration period for her very first yoga teacher training, which is going to be exceptional. Um, I mean, talk about great quality and just a really um, powerful and authentic place to go study um small group really high touch uh, you know really grounded in a long embodied practice that um, laura is going to be just exceptional at delivering that training uh, not only is registration closed but she also reached her sales target so for someone who has never done that before um to have gone out and um and found all of those people to come to a yoga teacher training in a very strange time. Uh, Laura's in Ireland, and of course, they're all locked down over there. This is a this is just a, a phenomenal amount of work that she's put in, and I'm so proud of her. And then I also wanted to do a huge uh, shout out to Krisha, uh, uh Dublin doula, who is offering a doula training program currently again this is a first time round these are all first time successes um hasn't she's taught elements of this before and taught it for other people before but never has she offered this substantial training uh under her own brand and uh we would we've just been messaging backwards and forwards um this morning and she's almost there with her sales target too just one lucky person remaining yet to um, complete that process and then she is uh, complete, fully booked as well. And in fact, she's got a whole other week to go yet of of registration period. So again, just I want to really take this time to celebrate these four women because they have achieved their goals the first time that they have done something. And this thing that they've done, different for each of them, is a big deal, a really big deal for them, a, you know, a new level of, oh my goodness, can I do this or not-ness? And they've all gone ahead and done it. So well done to all three of them. And keep celebrating. You know, if you're having a celebration, if something's really worked for you, whatever that might be, do send me a DM. Let me know. I do have to send a, do a shout out to Sarah Powell, who's now on Insight Timer uh, as an official Anusara yoga teacher on Insight Timer. Super cool. Um, And so many more of you, you know, really going for it. So congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Which, of course, leads us into the topic of the day and really a topic that is um, based on one of my intentions for 2021. Uh, And I I, I'd only started realizing that I was actually sort of quite good at this 
in the second half of last year. And now I've decided, you know what, I did get good at that to a degree, but I'm ready to really take it to the next level. You know, it's like, hey, I can do handstand and I can do titibasana and now I'm going to move between the two. I'm going to float. That's never happening. But in this case, (laughs) I'm looking to become more masterful in this particular area. So I want to talk about, and this is not a new topic, but shit, you know, it's like down dog never gets old, neither does this. How can we do less better? And what I'm talking about is expletive alert if you're new here we go streamlining the fuck out of your business and I really really mean that I am not talking about under delivering I am not talking about cutting back on your classes or anything like that I am talking about all of the stuff that you do that doesn't actually help people directly make you money or move your business forward. And if you're listening to this, shout it out aloud. Uh, what are those things for you that you do that do not achieve all three, two, or even just one of those things? I want to talk about doing less better. Quickly, before we get into the, how many have I got? One, two, three, four, five, six points on this topic. Um do get yourself the new year biz bundle if you haven't got it yet. I've mashed together my three best marketing training programs from last year. So that's social media confidence for yoga teachers, everybody's favorite. Uh, Facebook ads know how express if you don't know how to run Facebook ads or you think Facebook stole my money, uh, you need that training. And then also the podcast Kickstarter workshop. And we're going to do a shout out to Karen, who's already got her podcast up and happening 24 hours after listening to the bloody training. Way to go, Karen. Um, I've put them all together and taken 200 bucks off the price. So normally if you bought all three, it would be 479. It's 279 because bloody hell, you need this stuff. I don't know what else I can do to tell you. Go buy it. <laughs> yeah, you want to know what these people are doing that are kicking goals? They're doing my training. Man, uh, the link is amymcdonald.com.au forward slash new year bundle, or it's in the episode notes. Just go and bloody buy it, will ya? Okay, so let's talk about, actually, you know, it's funny because the do less better stuff that I want to talk about today, it's about, it's also about proficiency, right? And those three training programs, because I because when I put together training for you all, I don't go research all the current stuff and who are all the big wigs saying. I just base it on what I know works for me. And because I would much prefer to do pretty much anything than be sat at my computer doing the stuff that's not coaching, I love that. I don't love so much customer service, tax, profit and loss records, coming up with my Facebook content for the week. Don't love it so much. <clears throat> so what I've done to address the fact that I don't love it so much is develop a way of working that is as efficient as efficient as I can possibly get. And that's what I will teach you. That's what I do teach you in these training programs. So, I mean, shit, get yourself the New Year Biz Bundle if you haven't got it yet. If you've already got one of the bits, you can still get the other bits by themselves, individually, pick and mix. That makes me want chocolate. Man, um, but go to the link in the episode notes or amymcdonald.com.au forward slash new year bundle and you can get the bundle or you can do the pick and mix. Okay, so uh, 
here are my six points for doing less better. Not feeling like you're working all the time, not kidding yourself that you're being efficient, not missing out on life because you're actually self-employed. I know for me during um, during 2020, um, definitely because we had like the full-on lockdown um, over winter, which hello everybody who's doing that now, it sucks, sucks, not even in sunshine, take your vitamin D. That wasn't medical advice. I can't give that. Anyway, um, I worked. I worked a lot. I worked a lot uh, because it gave me something to do. Right? Because what the hell else am I going to do? I live by myself. Ain't nobody to play you know with. My dog doesn't have opposable thumbs. It's hard to turn over the cards. You know, there's only so many times you can rewatch your favorite things on Netflix. Did you know that Louis Threw interviewed the Tiger King way before it was on Netflix? You've got to go search that. It's really interesting. Anyway, DM me if you're into like that whole situation. But what I've realized now is that while I can sit at my computer for hours, days, I don't want to. I really don't want to. I don't want to work all the time. I want to explore other things. I want to go away for long weekends all the time. I want to have my business be easier. I am unprepared. I am unwilling, unavailable to make less money as a consequence. I am maintaining or preferably growing my level of abundance in my business and I am going to do it while working less. This is my Mm, this is my mission for 2021. So if that appeals to you, here are the six points that I use and will continue to use to make that my reality. One, no time muddiness. No time muddiness. Amy, what does that mean? Here's what it means. Time muddiness is when you sit down to kind of do something but then you find yourself kind of over here and then oh, maybe I'm kind of looking at that over there and I might just make some avocado on toast and oh look, she's going live. Maybe I'll watch what she's doing for a bit. You know, <laughs> Muddy, 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 bit of this, bit of that, mud, 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 useless in terms of productivity. Okay, Amy said, I should be able to sit down and do five Facebook posts and five Instagram posts and schedule them for the week in 60 minutes. Right, I'm going to do it. And look, the Bhakti Yoga Shala has just gone live and oh, I've always wanted to learn the Hanuman Chalisa and you know, this would be better with a chai. And oh, oh, uh, does the laundry need hanging out? Time muddiness, you've got to stop it. Just do the thing. Do the thing that needs doing and then move on. Do the thing that needs doing and then move on. And just just do the thing. I remember my teacher, I used to have this thing, he used to say this thing. I, I can't remember exactly how he used to say it. But essentially, whenever we came up out of a flow, whatever, back to Tadasana, he would mention, okay, now it's the time when you adjust your you know, your underwear or whatever. And he was being facetious because inevitably when everybody comes up out of a floor, they kind of hoik down their crop top or they pull out a wedgie or whatever, you know, (laughs) 
fiddle. <laughs> and his whole thing was, we're still in yoga. This is still the practice. Don't fiddle. You know, it's like Julia Roberts when Richard Gere takes her out and he's, you know, don't fidget, don't fiddle, just do the thing. Have presence, have gravitas, make an impact, just do the thing. No time muddiness. And if you catch yourself, that's okay. You were just picking out a wedgie on your computer, whatever the equivalent is. Do you call it that? Yeah, you do. It's okay. Just come back. Just come back. It's like Pema Chodron. Just come back. Just come back to the present task. Stop muddying up your tasks. Next, drop once and for all perfectionism. It is not a virtue. Who, If you are still clinging on in some secret way that your perfectionism is a virtue, you are in denial. It is a limitation. And, you know, it's a whole other podcast topic, but it, it's not a virtue. It's a self-sabotaging technique. You're not a kid now. So any patterns that you developed when you were seven or earlier to protect yourself, you can make different choices as an adult. You no longer need to be perfect to be safe. In fact, I would argue that it is unsafe seeking perfection. It certainly won't make you abundant in a way that feels easeful and spacious once and for all you must drop perfectionism okay real talk you know we had this thing uh i've been posting on social media a little bit like declare the most embarrassing thing that happened to you um while you've been teaching online on zoom and we had some pretty good ones i love the one where uh, i'm not going to name names if you want to see this post you can go to my instagram they did post it publicly there but I didn't declare in that post that I was going to share it on the podcast, so I won't name names. You can go find it. It is in the public domain. One fabulous yoga teacher farted and then had to explain what had happened. Another fabulous yoga teacher went to the bathroom with a microphone still on. Excellent. I love everybody, everybody in this community. Here's what happened to me just the other day. (laughs) Keep growing mastermind. The energy is pretty, you know, it's, it's, it, there's some big energy happening in that group at the moment. You know, the state of the world, right? Um, there's a lot of times when some people just want to stay the hell in bed. Worthy, relevant, makes sense. So I had a business planning, pretty in-depth, nitty-gritty business planning session, ready to go. Got the agenda, mapped it all out. What's the best way that this will all work? And how am I going to tie it into the following week? And what, what do they need now? I know all of these women and what they're working on and how can I, I don't just want to do the generic thing. I want to make sure that this is really specialized and picks out any areas where they could, you know, call in more support or tailor it more specifically to how they work. Anyway, I've spent quite a bit of time on this plan. But as it turned out, when we all came together for the training, um, it wasn't. It was. It was obviously not the appropriate training for the moment. It wasn't actually what the group energy needed. You know, my intuition said, "No, no, that that's that's for another time." It's it's uh, we, what we need is a different medicine for today, and so um, and so I pivoted and sorry, blah, spew emoji. So I changed direction and. Um, decided that what we needed was more of a sharing circle and an opportunity to have a safe space to talk about how we were feeling and how that was showing up for us and what we could do to self-soothe and make ourselves feel like we're in 
a supportive environment. Great. So we're doing some visualization. We're doing some um, quasi sort of meditation techniques, whatever. Breathing, pranayama, yada. And my dog, who is still in a crate because he had a knee reconstruction on the 18th of December and now he has eight weeks of living in a crate and he's never lived in a crate before, um, shat in the crate. He shat in the crate. Okay, great. So my office, um, I like to keep it quiet. I'm living opposite a construction site right now. I can't keep the windows open while I'm working too noisy for the people on the Zoom. So we're in an airlock with a dog shit. I'm in an airlock with a dog shit. Okay, not ideal, but I'm a professional. I've been doing this for a while. I can keep on going. So we continue and I'm instructing more deep breathing and I'm really focused on being present as the women in the Keep Growing Mastermind as they're sharing and I'm listening and, and taking notes. And then my dog does explosive diarrhea in the crate. And like I have I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I have a small dog. The, the volume, the, the quantity of this substance was like half his. I don't even, I, I, I don't, I actually don't know where it came from. It sort of happened silently. So it was almost like when I first quickly turned back to see what had happened, I was like, what is that? And how did it even get into your crate? And then uh, olfactorily, I understood what had happened and one of the women was sharing and, and she was having a moment. So I'm like, just put that to the side, Amy, come back to the present moment. Okay. You can do this. You can do this. Lean in. We can, it's coming towards the end of the training time. I feel like people are, you know, it's, it's, it's a useful uh, time to spend together. This is gross. If you're eating your lunch, you're welcome. Then my dog, who I think fair to say has never had explosive diarrhea before because he looked just as confused as I did, uh, started eating. At, at that point, I thought, is that vomit or diarrhea? I don't even know what that is, but he started eating it. At which point I knew that if I didn't end the Keep Growing Mastermind call 10 minutes earlier, I was going to be sick live on Zoom, <laughs> live on Zoom. Now, this, I know this is a grotesque story. The reason I'm sharing it is I really wanted to make that a good call for the women in that group. I really felt that we needed something special at that time. I really wanted to be present, lean in and do a good job of being a good coach. I really wanted to support them. That was my son culpa. And <laughs> in increasing waves of you know revulsion, it came a point came to a point where I was no longer able to do that for them. I needed to say, okay, we're going to finish it up now. I didn't just like end the Zoom. We closed it out, but we closed it out early. I don't normally finish my trainings early. Uh, I feel you know that that's an uneven energy exchange to do that. I'm, I I try to be timely. But this is just the thing. Like, I, I had no choice. It was like, end early or spew. <laughs> you know? Sometimes you get to choose imperfection. Was it perfect? No. Wasn't perfect. Was it okay? Yeah, it was okay. And afterwards, I got a message from one of the women. In fact, I think it was her who was sharing during the explosion moment saying that that's just what she needed, not the explosion. <laughs> Her end of the Zoom, not my end of the Zoom. <laughs> 
you got to let go of perfectionism. It doesn't help people more because you're perfect. It doesn't. Good enough is good enough and that's what we get to model for our students and that is where ease, flow, abundance reside in your business. Number three, you must stop making your business your self-worth mirror. If no one comes to my classes, I'm a bad person. Now, come on. Okay, first, let's be real. I'm sure there are a lot of people listening. Maybe it's you. Who feels a bit of that? Yeah? I know I used to. My God, I suck. I suck. I'm rubbish. Um, and also, if you apply sort of any type of logic, it's obviously bullshit that that's actually a correlation, right? In terms of are you a good person or not? And in fact, I was talking to a colleague this morning and she was saying she'd been reading some toxic shit on Facebook groups by yoga teachers yelling at other yoga teachers because of who they voted for and how they should stop teaching yoga if that's how they vote. What? Let's be clear. Just because you teach yoga doesn't make you a good person. Conversely, if no one shows up to your shit, it doesn't make you a bad person either. Your business is not your self-worth mirror. Now, if things aren't working as you wanted them to, there's certainly an opportunity to get curious and go, huh, interesting, that tanked, what would I do differently next time? But that's not the same as saying, that tanked, I'm rubbish. Or I'm never going to make it. Or it's okay for everybody else because they've got, insert your, you know, particular samskara. (laughs) Not the same. You've got to stop making your business your self-worth mirror. You get to grow. You, You get to use your business as a personal development opportunity. But that's different from saying, if I don't make $5,000 this month, I'm a shithead. Or if I don't fill my weekend retreat next month, I'm a loser. Or if I don't get 10 likes on my Instagram post, I am fat after all. I mean, God, all of this stuff that's just ding dong, what? Doesn't make sense. We've got to pull these two things apart. Now, the reason I'm passionate on this point is because I did that for the first couple of years in my business. Like I really, I've talked, I've told this story before, being on stage in Paris, bawling my eyes out, just as well I hadn't learned how to do makeup then because it would have been all over my face uh, because I'd made $400 that month and, uh, you know, Emily Williams is up on stage going, oh, I made a, a trillion dollars. <laughs> We're sitting next to each other and I'm like, I made $400. Uh, yeah, anyway, that happened. Um, I, I really thought they were one and the same and it took work to to disentangle them. They're not the same thing. Your business is not the self-worth barometer, not even close. It doesn't work in either direction. So you've got to stop making your business your self-worth mirror. The next one is, it relates a little bit to point number one. Do one thing at a time. Do one thing at a time. Do one thing, finish one thing, do the next thing. One of my clients and I have a bit of a running joke when we share screens to look at stuff about who has the most tabs open at any given time. (laughs) We're pretty even on the multiple tabs. When I say multiple, I mean like 
30 tabs open at a time. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to shame any, I'm not going to tab shame anybody. Um, but here's what I, what I do encourage you to do. Like do one single task. Multitasking is a pack of bullshit. Thank you. Nineties came along with other things like, I don't know. I don't know. What was some of the, I love the nineties. I don't have that much body suits, body suits. Who thought it was a really good idea that the way to liberate yourself of your clothing so that you can go to the toilet was to have really small press studs at the part of your body, which unless you're holding a hand mirror, you can never see. The only other place that that would be, that you could do that is on your elbow and no one, at least not that I've met, wheeze from their elbow. Who thought a bodysuit was a good idea? But go, I had a number. And my favorite, it was a turtleneck number. It was black and white houndstooth baby. Used to wear that with a tartan miniskirt that my mother made for me in black opaque tights. You better believe it. <laughs> Holy shit. I should find a photo if anyone wants to know. I'll put it on Facebook. We could do it. We could totally do like. What's your one regret from the 90s? Mini skirts and bodysuits. Check. Uh, what were you even talking about? Yes, single tasking. Multitasking is bullshit. Single tasking is awesome. I mean, multitasking, okay, like listen to a podcast while you're on the treadmill. Okay, uh, listen to an audiobook while you weed the vegetable garden. Yes, but... Send out your newsletter while you do your social media, while you also compare and despair about some woman 20 years your junior who actually was a gymnast for 10 years and that's why she can do that shit. Like doing all of that all at the same time, you want to have an easeful, prosperous business, you're, you're, you're walking in the wrong direction. So you've got to do one thing at a time. Do it. Good enough. Tick it off or delete it or however you manage your lists or your calendar or whatever and move on to the next thing. Don't finish something halfway through. Obviously, I'm not talking about big projects. Write your yoga teacher training manual without any breaks. That's not what I mean. But if you said, okay, I'm going to do my social media content for the week. I'm giving myself an hour. Don't get up for avo on toast until the fucking thing is done. Do one thing at a time. Next, how are we doing? few f-bombs in there today i uh i was saying to one of my friends you know i've got this construction now it's been happening since <laughs> it's been a lockdown project try having the beeping of a reversing piece of heavy plant since february um uh, anyway it's da- now it's down to the point of the construction where there's a lot of trades people tradesmen we're not seeing one tradeswoman tradesmen there working on different things a lot and so there's a lot of f and c Effing C. If you don't know what that is, it stands for words that if in some parts of Australia you're a tradesman, it's how you convey a variety of sentiment in a sentence. I feel good. I feel angry. I agree with you fully. I think that should have been done differently. I'm experiencing displeasure with you at this moment. I've just injured myself. I've just had a great day and I'm going home for a beer. All of those things can be summarized with the phrase, Fing C. Uh, so, all of this to say that you know, there's a lot of distractions going on, right? And and 
these sorts of distractions, you know, they can really pull us out of what it is that we're that we're doing. So point number five is I really want you to turn off all of your notifications. Just turn them off. If you find if you get a thing that says, oh, so and so has just sent you an email or such and such has just gone live, turn off all of that stuff. Maybe not on your phone, but certainly on your computer so that when you're focused on something, if you're trying to write something of any substance, you're in MailChimp, you're actually trying to write a sales email that feels authentic and inspiring and encouraging, motivating, and then suddenly you get, because you're on your nemesis mailing list, because you're terrified that she's going to out-compete you, so you stalk her like a crazy person, and there's her newsletter, and it's like, ping, as if you're staying present with your own, you're instantly going to hers, and then thinking, oh, that's what I should have said, and then, ah, I'm going to go and make some avocado on toast, you effing C. Do you know what I mean? Turn off your notifications. And game changer, check your fucking social media in your inbox once a day, once a day, once a day I do my Facebook notifications, once a day I clear my inbox, once a day I do my Instagram DMs, different from my one-to-one clients, you know, I'm, I'm, what they have invested in, in working with me is essentially having me weekdays on call, that's different. But for everybody who's not in that category, I'm not checking everything all day long. Think about how long you spend in your inbox across the span of a day, whether it's your messenger, Instagram, wherever else, WhatsApp, texts, wherever the fuck else you're getting your answering machine, they still exist, wherever the hell else people are leaving you messages. How much time are you spending in there? Cut it down, do it once. Be consistent so that people know there's still a realistic turnaround on hearing back from you, but don't do it all the time. Turn off your notifications and check your shit once a day, once a day. And then the final point is to automate the absolute hell out of everything. Automate the hell out of everything. What else can you automate? What else can you streamline? How else could you make this uh, more straightforward? One of my clients, she's just listed herself on um, one of those podcast guest finder sites. So you stick up all of your information and then uh, other people can browse through the directory and they can reach out to you and say, yes, please, I'd like to be a guest on your podcast. So she did this a couple of weeks ago and so far she's had like 124 people say, yes, please, I'd like to be a guest on your podcast. Now, she puts out a weekly podcast, that's still a year and a half of content and she actually likes to do some solo casts, so that's years of content and knowing what a lot of health and wellness entrepreneurs are like, this might just be a thing they gave a try for six months, couldn't sell enough, couldn't build a downline and now they've gone back to being an accountant or whatever. My point, that data is going to date. So we talked about it. She's feeling overwhelmed. Oh my God, I've got 124 applications. I've got to go through them. This is going to take me so much time. I didn't think it would be this difficult. This is the thing. We can make the way that people give us information work in our favor. And in fact, this is a business mastery that will really help you with this do less better situation. So I was talking with my client about, okay, how can we influence the way and the quality 
of in of the information that's coming into you so that you're not feeling overwhelmed and you're certainly not getting 124 applications over two weeks because that's ridiculous. And so we looked at how can we do that? And one of the things was we talked about the form that people have to fill out for her to say uh, that they'd like to be on her podcast, that she has a minimum requirement in terms of her guests' followings. Part of her the reason she has her podcast is to build her business, to get new people to know her because they hear about her from someone they're already following. So if Mary has 25 Instagram followers, she's not the right fit for my client. She might be really interesting. So she ticks the content box, but she doesn't tick the business development box for my client. So we talked about, okay, we need to have a field in that form that says, how many Instagram followers do you have? And then next time my client gets sent this list and it's got another 70 people on it, she can sort that. It's a, it's a spreadsheet. She can sort the spreadsheet by the Instagram number column going from largest to smallest. And anybody who's under her minimum number instantly gets deleted. And then she can go on to the next form field, which we decided should be that they have to agree to send out an email to their mailing list, do some social media promotions and share some stories. And if they haven't said yes to that, delete. So again, she's reducing the amount of work for herself by being smarter at the front end in how information is coming in. Automate, streamline, close the aperture through which people are communicating with you. So I'm going to go through these again, and then we're going to wrap it up for, oh my God, no, it's um, episode one of season seven of the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast. Also, I've got a, <laughs> a very exciting announcement, which I'll tell you in just one second about next week. So if you're in it with me, if you are interested in doing less, better reclaiming more time, being more efficient, not doing, not under delivering, not letting your quality slip, not becoming fliff flaffy useless at your business. I want to get better at business. I want to get smarter at how I work. I want to have capacity to move more with my own natural cycles and rhythms. I want more time off. And I desire greater prosperity. If you are interested in that kind of combination, join with me. This is my one of my goals, my overarching goals for 2021. And here are six points that will help us get there. No more time muddiness. Stop thinking you're doing something when you're actually looking at Yoga Teacher Professionals Facebook group again. Stop it. Two, drop perfectionism once and for all. Drop it. It is not a virtue. Three, stop making your business your self-worth mirror. Stop taking everything so fucking personally. Things are going to tank. People are going to troll you. People are going to vent their own, you know, vasana on you for reasons got nothing to do with you. Stop taking it all so personally you know just it's it's not about you most of the time (laughs) just um you know your business no matter what's going on in your business it doesn't 
reduce what a great person you are. You know, we're all just glitter on the disco ball of that is that is the you know universal consciousness. The fact that your bank account is waxing and waning in ways that make you feel uncomfortable does not mean you're a crappy person. Uh, Do one thing at a time. That's where I talked about press studs. Oh, by the way, uh, America, snaps. Crotch snaps is what I'm talking about. That just sounds kind of weird over here. We say press studs. Anyway, do one thing at a time. (laughs) And side note, if you are still wearing bodysuits because you aren't old enough to know that that's a really bad idea, just give yourself more time. Uh, Five, turn off your notifications, particularly on your computer, and check your socials in your inbox once. Hang on, no, let me rephrase. Don't check it once. Check it once, but clear it once. Check and clear at the same time once a day. That's it. And then number six, automate the hell out of everything. Streamline everything that you're doing. Be, be always be looking to funnel down the activity so that you're receiving less on your end. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about work. You know, it's that classic example. Someone sends a text to a friend. Hey, I miss you. Let's catch up. The friend texts back. Yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. When works for you? The friend texts back. I don't know, like any day next week, the next one. Oh, what about Thursday? Oh, maybe Thursday. What about what time works for you? Oh, I don't know. In the afternoon. Oh, okay. So what about two o'clock? You've just had like 10 texts. God, help me, please. Instead of, hey, I miss you, let's catch up. I don't suppose you're free next Tuesday at two. One text. And then the other person goes, Tuesday doesn't work, but Wednesday does. Meet you at yada, yada, yada. Done. That's what I want you to do in your business. Lean. Lean. Not unfriendly, not mean, not not making time and space for people, but just not faffing about. That's point number six. (laughs) No more faffing about. (laughs) All right, God, is there my points for today? If you're up for this challenge with me, uh, DM me, would you? Because we might do more regular ideas on this topic um, if that appeals. Also, as I say at the pre-recorded end of every episode, I'm always on the hunt for topic ideas. So do reach out to me if um, if there's something that you're working on. And I know I had a great message about what do you do? How do you start your business if you qualified during lockdown? So that's a great episode that will be coming up in the future. But one that I am really excited about is the episode that will be coming out next week where I got to interview one uh, an author who literally changed my life. Like, no shit, really changed my life. Uh, it, <laughs> it's some of, sometimes you'll hear it, you'll hear it during the interview because there were times when I knew, Amy, you need to like ask the next question, but I was just so sitting in the moment of the wisdom that she'd just laid down. I wasn't quite ready to move on. It is such a powerful episode. I think you're going to love it. I can't wait to share it with you. So that's coming out next week. And then of course, just a final reminder that the new year Biz bundles are on sale through to Wednesday night. That's my Wednesday, which is the future for some of you. So bear that in mind. Um, all the info is at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash new year bundle. Um, it's 
ding dong, no brainer. Get it for yourself, please. I mean, it's like two pairs of pants at Sweaty Betty um, of the butt lifting variety. Uh, Just go get it. Um, and uh, I'll see you all, everybody who's already signed up or those of you who are doing pick and mix, I'll be checking in with all of you over the coming weeks. Take care, everybody. Take care, uh, take care, um, inauguration wise, all you guys over there in the, in the States, um, be nice to each other and, uh, yeah, let's go with fierce compassion. Hey, who knows what's happened to someone before this moment that, gets them to the point where they're at but stay safe um take care of each other and i'll see you all again next week for what is going to be i seriously seriously embarrassingly fangirled all over the guest that is uh coming next week just as well my dog didn't shit the bed during that interview jai See you later. So there you have it, folks, another edition of the Abundant Yoga Teacher Podcast. Hey, favour to ask. If you found the content useful, I would be very grateful if you could support this podcast by giving me a five-star rating. And if you've got a moment, a review would be super cool. No pressure, of course. Like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions for podcast topics in the future, I would love to be in service. DM me on Instagram at amyyogabizcoach. Take deep care. Thank you.